Hello and welcome to an oh shit, I better fucking do a podcast edition of the Node Sewed Podcast. I'm your fucking host, Jardy B10. And let's just jump right into the segment, Nobody Gives a Shit Phil. So I am about to embark on a bachelor party weekend in Kicking Horse. Um, I'm leaving from Saskatoon. So I'm going to be gone from today till for the whole weekend. So I I will just not have time, not even a single moment to do a podcast or literally really anything else VHL related, which might be a problem for, for a town of pallets, but fuck these road clothes. Are you shitting me right now? Where was the heads up here? I'm back. They never really went any there since it was went anywhere there since it was obviously a perfect pause. But anyway, um, yeah. So I'm doing a rare, actually driving around <laughs> in the city podcast, which I'm being very sneaky about because if I got a ticket for being on my phone, that would end everything. In fact, I'm going to pause this until I'm in a less populous area. Anyway, all of this just to say that this podcast is going to be garbage and going to be some classic off-the-hook, don't-know-what-I'm-talking-about bunch of fucking bullshit. But this time, maybe for only three minutes, you know? I'm on a tight schedule. Normally, I like to make it at least five minutes of pure VHL content, and I've spent two bullshitting in the Who Gives a Shit Phil segment, but... Alas, let's fucking do this. Let's rapid fire some topics. Uh, North America, VHL. What a fucking bloodbath, as Fresco Elmo put it. Um, But not unexpected, really. Like, I didn't... I fucking forgot to do my predictions in the offseason again. So with that being said, I didn't really that's normally when I'm doing predictions is normally when I'm kind of looking at all the teams and be like all right who's good what's going down but I forgot to do that again um so I didn't really get much of a of preseason research in um but just kind of at a glance looking at the teams and where they're at um I think the biggest surprise really is that Toronto is doing quite as badly as they are like they've won I don't know. I actually didn't check the games yesterday, but as far as I know, they've won, like, three games, maybe, or four at the time of this recording, Um, and we're at the bottom of the standings, and they just aren't that bad of a team. They're not last in the league bad. I don't think they should be worse than L.A. (laughs) Nobody should be worse than L.A. L.A. is, like, the only truly still-rebuilding team in North America. Um... And they're not that bad. They're just extremely mediocre, as I discussed in the poopy where to go podcast. Where to poop podcast. So, anyway, uh, that's just a fucking red lights. I think Toronto, I'm, I'm surprised they're doing quite as bad as they are. Like, I didn't necessarily think they were a lock for playoffs or anything. Fucking hell. A lock for playoffs or anything like that. But I also didn't think they would be in last. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum, I, well, I can't say I'm surprised Seattle is near the top of the conference. I just wasn't really sure how good they were going to be in general. 
because they're such a top-heavy team. Um, and, you know, the last time I looked at them, they had, like, eight roster players all capped out. <laughs> all capped out, like, making on-max contracts kind of thing. Uh, and they've made some movements and signed a couple very low-contract free agents. So their team's a little isn't as shallow as it was when I last looked. I think they have four defensemen and five forwards now, which is fine. Um, but obviously the ones who aren't making in their prime contracts are just kind of mediocre to poor players. So that being said, with such a top-heavy team, I wasn't really sure how good they were going to be doing. Um, I thought that might hurt them, not having that extra depth, that real solid depth. But it hasn't. They're doing fine. Um, And then who's at the top of North America? I can't even think right now. Um, But whoever it is, isn't... Oh, right, DC, for fuck's sakes. Yeah, no, of course DC is good, because they replaced two power players, the likes of Poopy Pee Pants and and Taylor Mourning, two people who find themselves in the penalty box sometimes, as talented as they are. They replace them with players that don't do that. Um, and Nizuko is just fucking popping off, which is going to haunt me forever because I very pointedly was making my VHFL picks. I needed a forward, and I'm looking at all the teams and stuff, and I get to DC, and I'm like, one of these forwards is going to be good. Like, this is the makeup where, you know, Ronan and or Nizuko are going to excel. But which one, I thought... Well, I'm going to go with Ronan because he, I think, has, like, higher TPE or I like this build better or whatever fucking my reasons were. I was like, yeah, no, Ronan, he's going to be good. And he's fucking mediocre and Izuko's going ape shit, so that's been very difficult to swallow every time I see it. But anyway, I'm not surprised to see DC doing good. And I'm honestly not that surprised to see New York doing pretty mediocre to poor. Um... We signed a lot of good players this off season, but um, yeah, <laughs> this is the type of players I was concerned about. Um, just because I thought it was real fun that I was signing back with Taylor Morning, knowing full well that we've never really clicked <laughs> online. Uh, we didn't really click in Malmo. In fact, we probably clicked least in Malmo, uh, and we had our moments last season in DC. Uh, but overall, it's not like Taylor Morning's tearing it up and Poopy Pea Plants are tearing it up. They're a fucking dynamic duo. One's in the back, one's in the front. They call them the Shocker. Um, <laughs> the Shocker duo. Taylor Morning and Poopy Pea Oh man, that's an even better joke. Um, with Poopy being in there. Uh, yeah, that just has never happened. <laughs> And is continuing not to happen. And then we signed Henri Le Massif as well. So we <laughs> they've signed two power forwards. And granted, I only have 69 checking these days. I haven't been putting it back up after depreciation. But we <laughs> they signed like a collective of, you know, an extra... Probably like three players that have around 70 checking. I'm not going to verify that. Henri's might be lower. Actually, so might Taylor's, but... Um, yeah, lo and behold, we have games where we take so many fucking penalties and just lose purely off of fucking power play alone. Um, 
And then just other than that, like, we're also just getting badly outshot by teams that we shouldn't be that much worse than. So I don't know. There's just a there's a chemistry issue there, uh, which I'm not totally surprised about. Um, yeah, what do you do? I don't give a shit. Um, we'll see. We'll see how the season plays out. You might have to bug fat to change lines or something. But it's going to be tough because all the teams in North America are good. Like, it's hard to say, like, oh, I'm surprised this team's doing bad. They probably fucking wouldn't be if the rest of the conference wasn't stacked. Um, anyway, that's all. That's all I got there. It's more I, the more I talk, the more I can keep talking. But I got fucking places to be, okay? Um, so fuck you. Uh, this has been another note, so thanks for listening. Eat shit and then die, but I love you. No, I can't say that anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. Let's go with eat shit and then die. But thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hey, that rhymed.